Hi, this is Linda Brightman. Welcome to episode 24, Experiencing God's Faithfulness. Welcome to the Linda Brightman Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Brightman. God has called me to build the identity of Christians. Whether you're a new Christian or a seasoned leader, let me ask you one question. If I could crawl inside your mind, for 24 hours, would I have a good day? Hey everybody, I'm just finishing a chapter in my next book called, uh, the book is called Miraculous Identity and the chapter is called Completely Faithful and it's about the faithfulness of God. So I wanted to do a podcast on this and the things I wanna share with you aren't in the chapter, it's just what has been stirring in me about how people struggle and don't really think about that much the faithfulness that he's faithful it's like we know that in the bible it says god is faithful but we and we say that and we can hallelujah that and sing songs about great is your faithfulness but when it comes right down to our life struggles um, when we're facing health issues, difficult circumstances, it's like the fact that God is faithful does not fit into our equation. And I think it's because when we look at our situations, we're looking at it from linear time perspective, whereas <clears throat> we are seated in heavenly places and if we align ourselves with God's perspective of things, everything, it looks different. It looks, we see the, we recognize the faithfulness of God. But here's the thing, how does one uh, step into a life of knowing and living, knowing God is faithful when we haven't experienced faithfulness in our relationships. It's like God is faithful, but up until the God factor, who was faithful in your life? And most of us have been surrounded by people that weren't faithful or true to us. That's what faithful, faithful means true to one's word and tr true to their promises and their vows that they're steady in their allegiance or affection, that they're loyal, constant, to be trusted, reliable. You know, when I was growing up, my girlfriends were not exactly always reliable or, um, you know, could be trusted. I mean, they just, they had issues just like I did. And so as, you're, as I was growing up, they're the only person that had the faithfulness toward me really uh, was my mother. And when I was growing up, I want to share these stories with you. My mom always had my back and I was an entrepreneur. I, when I was a child, I didn't play with dolls. I played office and I had uh, my little fake telephone. I had a notepad. I had a table, I had, you know, I had things that I thought would go, and I played office. So I started many businesses as an entrepreneur. Now my first one, when I was very young, 
uh, and could go door to door, I went out and collected pop bottles. And then if I got into any trouble with my pop bottle collection, mother always took me back to the house and we straightened it out. Then I got into, well, I, what I did was, I know now this is really terrible, is I got mother's little red wagon you know, that she had bought me my little, what were they called, Red Riders? My little r Red Rider wagon. And I put her collectibles in it. I know. I put her collectibles in it, and I went door to door and sold them. <laughs> One woman said, does your mother know you are doing this? So I did get into a little trouble for that. Then I had many talent shows. I got into the talent show business. And, of course, I... I directed the whole thing and had other kids in the neighborhood in the talent show, but of course I thought I was the star. I don't know what I, I was doing. I think I thought I was a singer or something. And so my mother would gather her friends and she'd sit there all proud of me for, you know, with my talent. She was my best audience. Then I got into the movie business. Well, my mother had an old projector that she let me use and she had old cartoons way back from the 40s they were early mickey mouse cartoons and i set up my projector in marianne's garage invited the neighborhood kids and charged them i think a nickel to come to my movies and i that business lasted one for one showing because the projector that was old broke and um anyway so i was on to the next thing but she, mother let me have her old cartoons and her projector to start this business. Then I got into the puppet business. And once again, my mom was right there. She uh, was a, an elementary school teacher. And she had me take my puppet shows with my girlfriend to do for her third grade class. And, and then she, she made a way for me to present my puppet shows to the other classes, some other classes in the school. After that, I got in the bird catching business. Did not last very long because I caught no birds. But I got into the coconut business when mother took my sister and my grandmother and myself to Hawaii. Well, the coconuts had a huge husk on them, as you've seen, and I couldn't figure out how to get it off. So I went to the seventh floor of the hotel we were in and dropped them off the fire escape. And mother, mother was down at the pool, and somebody started hollering, There's, there are two little girls on the fire escape dropping coconuts. And of course she knew right away it was me because I was her entrepreneur daughter. So she ran, and anyway, I got into trouble for that. I had to get out of the coconut business, but I immediately got, we were, we were in Hawaii for the whole summer, and I was seven years old, and I got into the mat making business. So we stayed, we moved to an apartment building right in Waikiki. And mother had grandmother hang out the window to pull pond fronds off a palm tree so that I could make mats. And I sold them. First I went to the, the hotel that we had been living at. And I put my wares on the stoop, the front steps of the hotel. And the doorman kicked me out immediately so i went back to the apartment complex where we were living it was an annex to this the edgewater hotel and i sold them on the my front steps well 
and mom always she always had my back with that then i got into the nursery school but i went into so many businesses but the one business i got into big trouble for this is the one time mother just had a flare a flare-up i got into the record business now i'm in the sixth grade and i put an ad in the back of a national magazine they had little um let's see they were like classified type for sale ads so I, the ad was free, and I put an ad in there saying, send away for your giant, the giant list of records. I had a record company, I said, and it would cost a dollar for the giant list. Well, of course, I put the ad and I forgot about it. All of a sudden, we start getting a, <laughs> a lot of mail uh, for my giant list. And mother said, what were you thinking? So I had to make up a list. I had, they sent cash, like dollar bills. So anyway, and then when we had to mail the records, I I, don't, I only had one of each kind of record. It was a, a big fiasco and she helped me. I will never forget the look on her face. She was just glaring at me saying, what were you thinking? But here's the thing, my mother always, she just, she always worked with me. She always had my back. She always encouraged me. When I went, uh, it got into junior high and high school and I was in plays. She always came in college. She always came to everything that I did. She was faithful. She loved me. But in life, we're mostly surrounded by people who are not faithful. And so when we come into a relationship with God and we read that he's faithful, the problem is we haven't experienced faithfulness in our lives. And with God, we know he's faithful. We, um, we read it, we can say it, but we, we don't experience it. We have a hard time. And that's probably with a lot of you listening is you haven't experienced his faithfulness. Now, I think the key to experiencing it is really stopping and looking at where you have been and what he did for you. And it's almost like it's like writing, write a psalm about where you've been and what he did for you and where you are now. And then where you are now, what he's doing for you now. It takes a stopping and just stopping everything, putting your life, like hold your horses a minute and consider what God is doing right now. When with God's faithfulness, it's something you cannot stop. You can't stop it. You can't hide from it. You can run as fast as you want, but the faithfulness of God is unrelenting because he meets you at every, every juncture, every crossroad, every situation, every struggle, every challenge. He is there with every joy, every uh, wonderful advancement. It's like he's, he's always ready to give you an upgrade in your walk with him, in your revelation. He's always advancing and he's always advancing you. No matter how much you mess up. 
how much pain your heart is in. His faithfulness is with you all the time. It's like with mother, I messed up so many times and she was, she just was faithful. She continued with me. She never abandoned me. And uh, I had a great mom, but God, here's the thing is God is the one who is faithful in all things at all times beyond what a human can do. No human can, can be faithful like God 24-7 because he's completely faithful. And when I say completely, completely means lacking nothing. He's committed to you all the time, in all ways, in all places. It's for us to recognize God's faithfulness is miraculous and it's not of this world. And that's an aspect of really important facet of your miraculous identity because his faithfulness is not of this world. So I would say to you right now, say to God, I believe you are completely faithful to me. I believe you are completely faithful to me. Say that right now. Say, God, I believe you're completely faithful to me. You see, that is who God is. God is faithful to do what he said he would do. He's faithful to his word. His very nature and character are unchanging. He fulfills all of his powerful names and all of his wonderful promises. And he promises he will take care of you. He is your shepherd. He looks after your needs. He leads you into places of rest. He refreshes you. He restores you. He guides you in paths of righteousness. He comforts you and protects you so you don't have anything to fear. When all hell breaks loose, he sustains you and he anoints your head with oil. He pours so much into you that it overflows out of you and he makes sure that goodness and mercy follow you all the days of your life. He designed you to enjoy sweet, intimate fellowship with him and he designed you to laugh a lot. One of my favorite things to do in life. When the enemy shows up, Start looking around for the banqueting table because he prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemy. And nothing and no one in this world or in any other religion does this for you. Does this sound like Psalm 23? Well, it should. It is. He is your good and faithful shepherd right here, right now. Psalm 23 is all about God's faithfulness. Psalm 91 is too. It's, it's all about God's faithfulness, how he hides you under his wings. He, God is always faithful. You know, when most of us think of God's faithfulness, we think of his promises that have already been fulfilled in our lives. And so it can be easier for us to acknowledge his faithfulness when we look back to our past. But it's a good starting point. But because we see how God brought us through the fire. But our current trials and looking into the unknown of the future, that's the challenge. 
Our real faith is put to the test when we experience trials that can eat our lunch. And it's like, I have been through health trials, you know, uh, losing loved one, my husband, I lost my husband a year and a half ago, and they're severe trials. But that's when we get to take a, an honest look at what's inside of us and what we really believe and how we experience God. So, like, think of, imagine you're a missionary facing persecution or prison or torture. It's like, and what you, what you know is true is being mocked and Will you still believe God is faithful in the midst of that extreme persecution? Will you, st and you're, let's say you're facing martyrdom, will you know deep in your knower that God is faithful even unto death? That's why I think it's crucial that we experience His faithfulness, that we acknowledge it and recognize it, engage with His faithfulness. So that no matter what happens, even when the things don't turn out the way we think we sh they should, and that's the test, when things don't turn out the way we think, are we still going to believe that he is faithful and be postured in experiencing him as faithful and knowing that he's got us? Because God does not abandon you. He watches over you. He watches you all the time, right here, right now. As you're listening to this podcast, he's watching you. He's engaged with you. And he sees your every, every, every move he sees. And he's always working things together for your good. But guess what? In your trial, your faith is tested. But guess what again? God is all supernatural. And guess what? He's an invader. Guess what? His faithfulness is supernatural. And he invades your circumstances with miraculous faithfulness right now. So I'm going to speak a few things, a few, you know, truths over you about who God is. And that is, God, and just close your eyes and listen. This is, you know what I do. I like to posture in personalized verses. And just align yourself with heaven and who God is. And I'm going to speak truths right out of Old Testament, New Testament, Jesus is Lord. Just relax. God, you are completely faithful. You are reliable and you're trustworthy. You are true to your word. Your affections for me are constant. I can depend on you and I do. You caused everything to work together for my good. Right now, I know you are working behind the scenes for me. I do not always see it, but I know you are. You began a good work in me, and you're completely faithful to complete it. You do so many amazing things for me that I can't do. 
you offer a resting place for me in your luxurious love. And you're faithful in keeping your promises. You are my good and faithful shepherd. You're my best friend, and I always have more than enough. You promised to lead me into places of rest, and you do. You promised to refresh and restore me, and you do. You promised to guide me in paths of righteousness, and you do. And your comfort of your love takes away my fear. Your goodness and your love pursue me all the days of my life. You designed me to enjoy sweet, intimate fellowship with you. God, you are faithful, and you keep me steady and strong to the very end. You are forever faithful and can be trusted. So just let that drop down into you. Drop down from your head into your spirit. And to start really engaging with God's faithfulness, I suggest you write a psalm, like a God psalm of what he's done for you, just like we read in Psalms, all of the faithfulness of God and what what he did for Israel, what he did for David. Write a psalm about what God has done for you and what he is doing right now and how you know what he will be doing for you because his faithfulness is unending. It's new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Okay, I love you guys. And listen, if you have never known this God and if you've never really engaged and encountered Jesus Christ, his son, and asked him into your heart, right now, I'd like to pray with you because Jesus is real. Jesus is the son of God and he came and died on the cross to bring you into relationship with God, into fellowship with God. So all you need to do is take a step of faith and ask him to forgive you for your sins, for everything that you've done in your life that was against God, whether it was knowingly or unknowingly, and <clears throat> and to thank him for dying on the cross and to come into your heart. So just pray this prayer with me. Father, in Jesus' name, I, I want Jesus Christ, your son, to come into my heart right now and live really big in me. Forgive me for my sins. Purify me from all unrighteousness. You said you would wipe my slate clean right now because of what Jesus did for me dying on the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. I love you and I want to know you. I want to experience you. I love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, let me know. You can email me at lbrightman at gmail.com. And um, 
if you, I have some videos right now on the homepage of my website that you can receive their encouragement. It's called Activate Encouragement, and it will really, I don't know, kind of help you give you a kickstart into this next season of your of your life. Pardon me. And um, they're free. I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm just trying to engage with people who really want to renew their mind in who God says they are. So go to my website, lindabrightman.com, and you'll find them there. Okay, you guys, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.